All right. This is the 210 Podcast, where we show you how to have more as a busy professional woman while still enjoying the mommy life. We are your hosts, Dr. Amy Steele and Dr. Carol Broxton. So, hey, Carol, how are you today, my dear? I'm good. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm excited about this weather. It keeps changing. I don't know if your weather down in Florida is as um, diverse as the weather in North Carolina. <laughs> it, it is. We are hot now. We were cold at one point, but now it's hot. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I, can't, place. I can't imagine Florida weather being cold. So is that a thing? Yeah, North Florida. Yes, North Florida can be cold, but it's cold for only a short moment, maybe January, February, but it warms right back up quickly. Okay. Very well, my, humid. Very, very humid. My friends in South Florida, they're always wearing shorts and tank tops and things. So North Florida actually gets cold like the rest of the United States. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Yes. Okay, well, we had uh, 70 degrees today in North Carolina or in my section of North Carolina. So um, it was pretty exciting. So, um, well, we have a pretty exciting show today. And so we're just going to jump right on in. Um, So we're excited also about our virtual conference. So you heard it here. We actually have chosen a date for our virtual conference. So this is our mom's conference and we are super excited. More information is going to be coming out about our virtual conference but it will take place on Friday, June 5th, or 4th, June 4th, through Saturday, June 5th. Look at me just jacking up the dates and all (laughs) kinds of stuff. Um, So Friday, June 4th, through Saturday, June 5th. And we look forward to having all of our listeners there. We look forward to all of our uh, subscribers all around the world becoming a part of this amazing virtual conference. The conference will feature self-care moments and just wonderful information about finances, about taking care of your children, taking care of yourself, taking care of your marriage and other relationships and growing your business if that's what you want to do. So we're going to pack a lot in, but we're also going to have some fun, do some uh, wonderful uh, activities, and we're going to do our best to have this all virtually. So we look forward to having you there. And so, Carol, what else do we have in store for our listeners today? Well, today we have our special guests, Betty and Nigel Proctor. They are the co-owners of Obsessions Gift Shop and with her daughter, Nigel Proctor, that was started in 2017 in Tallahassee, Florida. Their mission is to enhance friendships and acquaintanceships through arts and crafts, especially but not limited to those with autism, with the autism spectrum or the communications disorders. Welcome, Betty and Nigel. Thank you for being on. How are you? Good, good, good. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you so much. And I have to start by saying I've known Betty for a very long time. Um, We actually met at my church and I think I was a preteen then. So um, Betty has literally watched me grow up (laughs) (laughs) from a young girl into a woman now with kids and marriage and everything. And I remember when Betty, when you were um, pregnant with Nigel, so Time flies. It just it just it goes by so quickly. But you and your daughter have a beautiful story. I'm so excited about sharing it with everyone. And so now I'm going to give you an opportunity to just introduce yourselves and tell us about your life and, and the, being a busy mom and being owners of a business. So you can go ahead and introduce yourselves now. Okay. All right. Well, I'm Betty and Nigel Proctor. 
Yes, and so um, yeah, we're a mother-daughter business. Um, we we did start in 2017, and I was working at uh, FSU Autism Institute, and Nigel was at, um, at Lincoln High School. Yeah, Nigel was at Lincoln High School, and she was about to graduate. She was a senior, and so um, I wanted to be able to be there for her, and so uh, I quit my job. And I quit my job for that reason. And also I quit my job because I uh, had a will that was something that God had wanted me to do. And so that's why I quit my job. It was a perfect opportunity to do that. And um, so Nyjah graduated and we, um, she graduated from high school and we've been on this journey together. We started out vending at Frenchtown Marketplace, which is in Tallahassee, Florida. And then we moved on to, um, to Tallahassee Mall. And then we got tired of taking our items in and out of the car uh, for uh, vending. And so we came to Railroad Square and we've been Railroad Square ever since. Uh, we were in the House of Plywood in Railroad Square and then we moved into our new location, which is right by the craft house. We have uh, Obsessions, which is a gift shop. And Obsessions uh, has local businesses that create handcrafted, handmade items. And also Nyjah and I create items too. Nyjah is a great artist and she, she does wonderful jewelry. Most of her items are already sold. They always sell out. Um, but then uh, what we did was uh, with Obsessions in 2018, we started a girls group and it's called GPAC, Girl Powers Girl Power Arts and Crafts. And we do arts and crafts with the girls that are 12 to 21 years old. And they're on the autism spectrum or either have communication disorders. And so in 20, we, we just do different types of arts and crafts, crafts. And we do that so that one, that the girls can socialize. And also we do that so that uh, we can, we can, if they want, they can become entrepreneurs because they can put their arts and crafts that they make in the shop if they like. So uh, what we did was in 2020, March of 2020, we started a nonprofit, which is Impact, Motivating People Through Arts and Crafts. And so we're expanding what we were doing with the girls group. We're including males. And also we're expanding the age group and we're going to be teaching employability skills along with leadership skills. And so Nyjah is, uh, is co-owner of Obsessions and also uh, of the nonprofit. She's working with a nonprofit too. She actually is on the advisory board of the nonprofit. So we're trying to get persons to have leadership um, and also be able to um, be able to be creative because uh, Nyjah is going to be doing a blog also. So we, we've got wow. a couple of things going on. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Betty, you shared a lot with our audience, mm-hmm. and I do appreciate that. And, um, you know, there were so there was just so much to unpack there. So I want to go back just a little bit. Um, so you mentioned that you quit your job so that you can support Nija and, um, you know, really be there for her in her senior year. And by the way, Nija, I would like to order a pair of earrings. I'm sure Carol wants a pair of earrings. Yes, so we need do. to see this collection. So, you know, I live in North Carolina, so I need to see this collection, take a picture, text it to me uh, so that I can place my order, please. But uh, needless to say, you said you quit your job. And so talk to us about what, you know, what, how long had you been in your career before you decided to quit your job? And, you know, was it just staying home with Nyjia and wanting to start a business that led you to quit your job? Or was there like some defining moment that, you know, where you woke up and you said, okay, today is the day, like I need to do this. Or did you plan it for a while? Right. And so um, I have been, I'm a social worker and I've been a social worker for at least 25 years. And so I wanted to help people. And I, I, um, I had been in the career and, and I always had this thing in the back of my mind where it was like I wanted to work with young people and I wanted to help them with entrepreneurship skills. Um, Nyjia is my only child and Nyjia is on the autism spectrum. And so I wanted to definitely help her with the transition. Nyjia is wonderful. She, she does a lot of wonderful things, but I also didn't want her to be a statistic because I know that that persons that are on the autism spectrum, there is a, um, a low job retention rate. And I wanted her to be able to fall back on something. She definitely is going to college, but I wanted her to be able to fall back on something. And so that also was in the back of my mind because senior year in high school is very important to get into transition into college. So it's always been on my mind to start a business and this was just the perfect opportunity to do that. And so Nyjia has been with me ever since step of the way we've been doing it together. And she's learned a lot from it. And I've seen her socialization skills increase. Um, I know anxiety is something that is is um, is something that that she's going she goes through. I go through too. But she is. Um, She's, she's definitely trying to cope with it. Both of us are. So I felt that we needed, you know, I wanted to give Nyjia more attention and for us to do more things together. And so that's why I quit my job. It was a definite leap of faith, but we, I wouldn't have done it any other way than what we did. Uh, that is amazing and awesome. And your story inspires so many people that have a similar situation that there is great things to comp, you know, for your for your children. And you don't have to just accept the statistics, but you show that, no, you can go beyond a statistic and just do great things. So thank you for sharing this story. And I also want to ask, so when you made the um, transition, what services did you receive? Like, how did you get resources and help and funding to make that transition? You know, was it friends? Was it families? Well, um, grants. What did you do to go about getting support to start your business? Right. So uh, what I did was I saved up some money and also CARD, which is uh, under FSU Autism Institute. They are a resource, meaning that um, they help as far as um, coping skills. They help as far as uh, 
where to go as far as uh, speech therapy and things like that. And so they have helped along the way too. They even have a, a piece of, of what they do where they help businesses become autism friendly. So because I, you know, I work there and I know autism, then we were able to become a autism friendly business. So, um, yeah, so that's, how we were I hope I answered your question no no that was good because that kind of give people a starting place so if someone has an idea and they're kind of in your shoes and they they want to move forward but they just don't know where to start so you're giving us some valuable um, information so that people know that there's a start there's a support system there's something grants funding out there to get that started so that no Mm -hmm. that information was great and also FAMU Small Business Development Center, they were very helpful because they helped to let me know what I needed to do to become a business or uh, LLC, what resources. And so did any, um, any help there. They help with nonprofits. So uh, FAMU Small Business Development Center and any, they were an integral part in helping us become a business, a nonprofit, and a for-profit business. So the um, resource you mentioned about the local college, uh, we've heard a few people on our show actually mention their local community college or their local college really helped them with their business plan um, with, you know, various resources. So I think that's great information to continue to share because, you know, some people don't, you know, they're not necessarily enrolled at a college, but they still don't maybe see that that particular college can actually help them for free with their small business center. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, did you have anything else to add about that? Were they? Su- I know they were helpful, but did they do anything additional that maybe you weren't expecting? Actually, yes. Um, there was a gentleman um, that, by the name of Chauncey Jones, and he was with FSU, uh, I'm sorry, FAMU uh, Small Business Development Center. He walked me through the nonprofit um, becoming a nonprofit. He helped me to fill out paperwork. He also helped me to um, answer any questions that I had. He also helped me to um, fill out the, um, the the tax ID. He uh, helped me meaning that he answered a lot of the questions. And so did Annie. Annie was really supportive. Whenever I was like emotional and like, I don't know if I could do this, you know, they, they helped and they talked with me and they were able to talk me through it and give me the right resources. Awesome. Now, can you talk to us a little bit about the products and services you all offer in your shop and online? Yes. Um, We offer handcrafted, handmade items. And these items are things that, that we make, Nyjah and I make. Uh, We do acrylic pours. We do art. uh, We also are doing coffee mugs. We currently have uh, heat transfer vinyl in here where businesses and other persons that do cricket or either silhouette or brother that they can come in and they can definitely uh, use those items to to continue their business or to start their business. We also have workshops and the workshops are uh, like, for instance, this 
this month, excuse me, it's not March yet. Um, in March, we're going to have a spin art workshops workshop. And so the workshop is where, um, because of COVID, they have to make an appointment, but they're going to be able to do the spin art. So we have spin art, we have acrylic pours, we even have um, something that's kind of like the painting with the twist. And so we do a lot of art and we do a lot of variety of art so that people can get a, a feel for the different types of art there are. But also the main point is socializing. Um, and so that's what we're all about, being able to get to know each other and socialize. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much, Betty and Nigel. I tell you, you are a true inspiration to our busy moms out there. And I'm just so appreciative that you shared everything with us. And I would like to ask, um, what advice to our audience, our busy moms, would you give them about maybe starting their journey or um, wanting to do something that you have done? What advice would you give them? I would say to them, just do it. I mean, I had every excuse in the book. I was like, well, I don't have enough money. I don't know if my idea is good enough. Um, and also, I have no experience in business. But what I would say to them is start where you are. Like, for instance, I was doing jewelry, and that's where we started. We started doing jewelry, and then from that, we expanded. And so, like I said, I just say start where you are and don't be afraid of getting out there and doing it. Um, yeah, that, that's what I would say. And that is awesome advice. That is so hard for so many people. We have great ideas, but we just think we're not enough or good enough or what have you. But you know what? You said it perfectly. Just get started. Just do it. Start <laughs> just, where you are. Just put, yes, start where you are. So that's amazing advice. Amy, would you like to add something to that? Yeah, I am. Um, well, I had another question. Um, of course, we want you to tell us where our listeners can find you and how they can interact with you and buy your merchandise. But what advice do you have to moms who have children who may fall in the uh, spectrum or who may have a communication disorder? What advice do you have for those moms? Because I know they're out there and sometimes they feel, you know, like they are alone and maybe that they don't have resources available to them. So what would you say to them? There, good question. There are a couple of things. One is that there are people that are going through this, the same or similar things that you are going through. Sometimes we have to get out of our comfort zone and get out of our box and just reach out to those people. Um, and try to find support wherever you can. Because sometimes, like with me, my family, they are beautiful. They really have helped me throughout these years. Um, one of the things is that they haven't lived what Nyjah and I have lived. This is 24-7. And so whenever I reach out to another person, another parent that has a child that is similar situation, then we're kind of able to connect and bond. There are some groups out there that can help. And one of the things that we would like to do eventually is to have a, a parent support group. Um, and also the other thing that I'd like to do is to have a, a 
kind of like a group where parents who want to start a business with person with with a child that has a special challenge, then I'd like to be able to give them some information on how I got started too. Um, but I think that we just have to get out of our own box and also balance. Balance is very important um, because you have to take time out for yourself. If you don't take out time out for yourself, then you can't help anyone else. Uh, it's kind of like when you have to, you know, when, you, when you're on an airplane, not to say I'm not trying to um, jinx anybody, but when you're on an airplane and the airplane is going down, then they first tell you to put the oxygen mask on yourself. And so as a parent, we don't do that very often. We want to just neglect ourselves and help our child, which is nice, but it's not helping us and it's not helping our child. And so therefore we need to, to take time out for ourselves out of our busy schedules and balance. And that's one, that's my word for the year, which is balance. And it's hard being a parent and also um, doing things extra than a parent with a so-called typical child but you have to balance, you have to balance in order um, to do this. And also to talk to your child um, and the child, you know, your child may not be as communic communicative. However, there are supports out there. There are resources out there that can help. And your child is communicating, but they may not be communicating verbally, but they're, they're communicating non-verbally. So um, yes. There's a, a lot of things I could say about that. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should have a whole show dedicated to that because I know there are moms out there who struggle. And so it's just it's really enlightening to bring this particular issue to, to, to the stage for them. Um, so where can our listeners find you if they want to interact with your business on social media or what's your website? They can. Um, my website is uh, obsessionsgifts.com. And also our Instagram and Facebook are is obsession at Obsessions Gifts. Yes. And can I say one more thing? Absolutely. And that was about the question that you had. And that is one of the reasons why we started this was because a lot of parents, especially of the younger children who find out that their child has autism or some type of, of special challenge, they're like, oh, no, life is like ended for my child. And what can I do? You know, and they they're thinking negatively. But that's not the case. I mean, that's one thing that we want to bring about is that. Children can, you know, they're role models out there and the role models don't have to be celebrities. We find role models all over in our walk in life and parents just know that you can get through this and also your child can get through it, too, because children have great characteristics. We just have to hone into what they can do so that we can turn their obsession or either turn their, their like into something that is interesting to them so that they may be financial, can reach financial stability or either that they can, um, they can learn how to cope with things. So thank you. That's, that's all. Well, I just wanted to say, Nigel was nodding her head when you were saying, you know, parents, we can do this. She was affirming you. So uh, thank you, Nigel, for that. <laughs> 
Excuse um, me. My heart is full. Everything that was said was beautiful. So thank you so much, Betty and Nigel Proctor, for being on our podcast. We greatly appreciate your presence here and everything that you've said and shared with our listeners. And you will, guys. Thanks for listening to the 210 Podcast, where we shine light on topics for busy moms. Have a great day. 